we are back on the trail. Back on the trail. It's been a long time. A long time. I think I forgot to talk. Yeah, I don't even know how long it's been since we podcasted. May. May. So we didn't do it all last semester. It's now January of January of twenty two, and we're trying to start this thing over again, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, good times yeah good times uh, it's raining outside uh it's january in louisiana so we uh are experiencing like 70 something degree weather today yeah but tonight tomorrow, it's supposed to get <laughs> tomorrow night the low will be in the 20s i think or something Did, like that were you awake when it snowed the other night no at 3 a.m no i didn't i didn't <laughs> oh, get okay. up for the two seconds of snow no no i did not um i went to bed early because i was disgusted from uh, watching another episode of The Book of Boba Fett, oh. which, as a Star Wars fan, is one of the most disappointing things I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Ever. I don't think we've paid our Disney Plus bill because I keep trying to go on there and it's like, it's not working right now. I wouldn't pay the bill either right now because that okay. show's terrible. Okay. You know? I heard somebody say that, that like, uh, their subscriptions are dropping and that, that show is like, they've had three episodes so far and it's like a steady decline. Yeah, uh, I mean, I read up on it because I'm a Star Wars. I'm not a freak, but I mean, uh, as I'm looking around our podcast room, there are two Lego Star Wars things on the yeah. shelf over there. So, so I am a nerd. I'm a fan, and uh, if I win the lottery, I'm gonna send you guys to the Star Wars hotel. Yeah, well, that'll be the only way I'll ever go. So <laughs> no, that go. would be the only way you would ever go. <laughs> but yeah, so so you know, you it seems like for a while there, you know, at Christmas. You had a good Star Wars release or whatever um, that you were yeah. anticipating. The yeah. movies, the movie stunk, but it was but kind of still, important. Still, it was though. something to watch. It was like a Star Wars, you know, gonna yeah. watch a movie at Christmas and. Uh, was Ray and Kylo Ren gonna kiss? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know why you just said that. Whatever. Let's <laughs> just don't talk about them. They were terrible, but it was a big expectation, right? And then. The Book of Boba Fett was the thing for this this December. Whenever I think it was twenty ninth, right after Christmas, is when it was going to open. So there was yeah. anticipation for that, but there was no Star Wars in the theater. But I did go to the theater pre Christmas mm-hmm. to see Spider Man. Spider Man, right? The the what is it? Uh, Multiple Ways Home is that the name no of the movie? No way home. <laughs> no way home. Oh my Why? gosh! I just really. Like thought about the name. Why? Did, why did they call it that? No way home. Um. Well, obviously they were sticking with the home theme, right? Yeah, homecoming. Yeah, because homecoming, and then far from home. Far and from so home. Now no way home. It's because there's no way to get back to normal. Okay. Okay. Him. Okay. Okay. Come on, did you not ah, see the okay. movie? Okay, <laughs> I remember now. I saw it twice in theaters. <laughs> well, I will say that Tom Holland is the the best Peter Parker of those three guys over the think stretch so? of movies. Um, and I don't know, maybe he's the best Spider Man. I don't really, I don't really. Some know people say that. of the three that Andrew Garfield is the best Spider Man, and that he's the best Peter Parker, but Tobey Maguire had the best New York. <laughs> Wait, so that. But Tom Holland's the best Peter Parker, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody says. Yeah. I would totally agree with that. I really don't care about which New York was better. I, I think, <laughs> think Toby had the best villains, too. He had the better villains. They were scary. I don't no know doubt. if that's because I saw it when I was younger. Well, I mean, the, I'm scared the, of things now. The first Tom Holland movie, the Michael Keaton's Vulture Guy, that, that whole storyline, that was just a super good movie, I thought. Um, now, the second Tom Holland um, 
with Mysterio. I mean, that was just cheesy. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a dumb villain. So yeah, Tobey Maguire had the green. The, what you think of when you think of the original Green Goblin guy? I mean, that was. I mean, he was so. He was creepy. really creepy. It was. Uh, it was good. You know, that was that was pretty cool. But even thinking back on those movies, they were cheesy. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, one of the things we were trying to talk about regarding with Spider-Man was just some of the metaphors uh, in there, some of the things that connect to life and uh, connect to uh, kind of what we talk about as, as people who follow Jesus, people who read the Bible, people mm-hmm. who strive uh, to be Christ-like. And, and, and I was reading this morning, I wish I, would have, I wish I brought my Devo book thing, but it was talking about grace um, today and just how that sometimes... What he said, he said, our biggest sin was the sin of forgetfulness because we forget the grace that we're offered. Mm-hmm. Like, like when we're not quick to forgive, it's because we sort of forget that we're the one we're in need of grace as well. Yeah. You know, we we sort of gloss over that fact somehow in our minds when we lash out at other people, when yeah. we're impatient with them, when we won't forgive, when we won't let things go. Yeah, and we we forget that God's done that for us already. Yeah, I mean that's the whole part of the relationship and. And we, I mean, I feel like I've said this a ton over the last 10, 15 years when I'm talking to people is that we serve a God of, of second chances, a God of multiple chances, really, mm-hmm. a God who... Another chance. Yeah, a God, a God who doesn't doesn't give up on us. And, and so uh, that's kind of where we wanted to, to talk a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So Spider-Man... Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. I hope you've seen the movie. You've had time. <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't... You're probably not going to watch it anyways. Never, you're never going to see it anyway. You're never so. going to see it. So just listen to these two nerds talk about it. <laughs> but but so where do you see like what's your what was what was one of your biggest takeaways from from Spider-Man from, from a Spider-Man. standpoint of 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 a Christ follower? Okay, so in the movie, you know, the villains come back. Sure. Yeah, that's what happens, and. Um, I feel like, I don't know, it's like, I don't know if it's like lately I've noticed this or it's always been this way, but like I feel like villains in stories now, I mean villains in like movies and stuff are getting stories. Right. Like you're getting more of like the... We want to understand where the bad guy comes from. Yeah, where do they come from? Like let's maybe relatable but also just like you feel bad for them and like you kind of get it you're like yeah they shouldn't do what they're doing still <laughs> you develop a soft spot but for you know yeah and so well because in the old days the bad guys were just inherently evil yeah for like, no reason yeah like like they were just that way because <laughs> talk about star wars as a kid okay darth vader he's know, bad you didn't know anything about him yeah i mean yeah I never saw him without the helmet on you know just he was just a symbol of pure evil, and that that didn't matter, you know, because Luke, you know, dressed in white was a symbol of of basically pure good. Yeah. And so, yeah, it didn't matter. They didn't unpack things in that until so you know the, the Empire one. Strikes Back that they you kind of get a little bit of a connection. Oh, so Darth Vader's Luke's father. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you know. <laughs> but uh, you should have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, and then in the third movie, they they 
they break it open a little bit more and, and Darth Vader takes off the helmet and, and you see the actual human being looking at his son as he yeah. takes his last breath. And so, yeah, I mean, so that, and all that stuff was in the eighties, you know, late seventies to the mid eighties when those three movies were coming out. And, you know, you saw the evolution of that there. So, oh, we find out a little bit about the bad guy, but I think you're right. It's, it's way more prevalent now. Now, yeah. And, and you kind of wonder, is that because people, People can identify more uh, with with people who make bad choices because that's what we do. Yeah. And then our choices have consequences, and they lead us down these roads. And yeah. you know, none of us intended to be bad from the beginning, mm-hmm. except for maybe like Lord Voldemort, maybe like that kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> you never saw the happy child like like Tom Riddle. He was never happy as a boy. Like, what was, is that Toy Story quote that you always say? Oh yeah, that ain't no happy that child, right? No happy like child. Sid. It's not inherently evil, yeah. right? <laughs> But I feel like, I feel like it's cool because we saw those villains, like long ago, and so like even like after that movie, like if we, I don't, it's not that I think about the Green Goblin like every now and then, but like it's almost like that. What if, like what if this had happened, or what if this had happened? And, sure. And like I mean, I guess the second chance, like they come back and, um. I don't know. I guess, like, even though they were bad, you still felt connected to them back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was. And the but, other, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The other ahead. thing that, like, it's not just like these villains came back and Tom Holland, specifically Tom Holland, not Peter Parker, <laughs> he was given them this second chance, but not just like, here's your second chance, here's a piece of paper, your certificate of your second chance. He, like, helped them too. Like, he. F- fixed them yeah worked with them worked also. with them yeah and like to figure out what their problem was what their struggle with yeah yeah because because those three the three main guys that that they used a lot uh in in that whole rec- recovery process that you know that that's kind of their story you know they were all really smart all scientist yeah. type guys and they all kind of stumbled down wrong they paths had, they all had plans for plans like, for good for good exactly in their eyes right Right, right. I don't know how everyone becoming a lizard was going to, like, <laughs> help things, but he wanted to help. Yeah, he was going to change uh, medicine forever, and, and I can't even remember what the, the octopus guy, you know, Doc Ock, what his deal was, but his story— but he was good. He, yeah, he really—his uh, was the biggest rebound, I thought, of all, because he became, like, really involved in the— the, yeah. the second chances of all the other villains, you know, yeah. he, he he was helping them and 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 put, putting them back into uh, a place where they can make a better decision and you know yeah. so you think about that from the standpoint of of second chances or or like new life, you know, like like if you're playing a a video game and you have so many lives left, you know, and you get to start over, yeah, any kind of a do over type situation. But it's like you know your mistake the first time, yeah. So that's where the multiple. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but I, I do like the fact that 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 in that movie they they got second chances as villains. You know, it's a chance to make things right, a chance yeah. to change things, a chance to be better, a chance to move forward. Um, and then even the Spider Men. Yeah, to that's do that what I was well. saying. Just like Andrew and Toby, because I was reading about their like actual movies and stuff and how the third movie for toby was just like such a flop Mm -hmm. like there was supposed to be a fourth 
And it was just the third was so bad that it was just like you know we're not. So as an actor, he got a second chance. Yeah, and same with Andrew. Like apparently the second one was not you know didn't get the reviews or whatever. That well, yeah, but it wasn't as bad as the third. I don't think it was as bad. Yeah. No, it wasn't as bad. Like yeah, there have been few things that are that bad. (laughs) No, seriously. (laughs) But yeah, so then them as actors, they got. They got to put on the suit again. Right. For a movie that did really, really well. Yeah. And um and then just the character Andrew's character like getting to catch MJ. Oh right. So yeah, 'cause cause he didn't catch Gwen. He did not catch his girlfriend. Yeah. That too. And so it was just like all in the movie. Yeah, total second chance type stuff. Yeah. And and I think that that People want to believe that people can come back. You yeah. know, I think I think that's that's something that uh, that's a hope that that we all yeah. hold into. I mean, parents parents want to believe that about their children. Uh, I think sometimes children want to believe that about their parents if if they if they've watched one of their parents go down a really wrong road. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to believe that they can come back. And and I think for ourselves, we we want to believe that 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 we can get another shot when we screw up. Now, I think. Sometimes we start thinking that we deserve another shot, you know. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of weird because, you, I mean, in all fairness, do we even deserve the first one? I mean, who decides what we deserve? I mean, yeah. everything we have is is a gift. Uh, the very air we breathe that that's a gift from God, and so we, we don't really deserve anything. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to bash america but you know sometimes that's how what we think as americans we we have our rights and this is what we deserve and 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 i get it you want that for other people in that sense you know you you, you do believe that people have yeah, deserve to have a shot at good at, 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 a, at goodness yeah. and, and stuff like that but but when we get into this is what we deserve i think that's where we sometimes we mistake or not mistake, but I don't know, like grace. Like if I, I mean, if you screw up and you come to me and demand that you should be forgiven, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the same thing as me forgiving you. Yeah. You know, like, like I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like we can't. Yeah. It's not, it's not how grace works, I guess. Yeah, I, I, there was a verse that I was reading that was like, if, if, if someone comes to you, but with true intentions of like asking for forgiveness, like well, yeah, of, no, no. I think we should ask yeah. for forgiveness, but I guess it's I don't know, like like demanding of it, like 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 it's expected. Yeah, like oh well, you, you should just forgive me. You know, you're a Christian, shouldn't you just do that? Even though I just yeah. took a massive dump on your life or whatever. Yeah, but it's it's that story. I guess it's that story. It's a story where the guy owes the guy money. And he's like, you owe me this much. And like, he's like, beg, like he gets to his knees and he's like, please, please just give me some time and I'll give you the money. And then he's like, okay, okay, I'll show you mercy. Right, right, right. And then he walks out and then the other, he sees the guy who owes him money. Yeah. And he's like, give me my money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's where you go, um, the the sin of of forgetfulness. Yeah. I mean, I got totally forgot the grace that was just shown him. Yeah. And, And we... We, we screw that up so much we, we miss that because I think because 
we think we deserve stuff. We think we deserve grace. We think we deserve a second shot. When it's 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 the other way around. I mean, we serve a God who wants to give us mm-hmm. more opportunities. He wants to forgive us. He wants to set us free from the things that, that hold us down. But when we come at it from a standpoint of, well, this is this is what you're supposed to do. This is what I deserve. Mm-hmm. It's not really, it almost doesn't give God a chance to offer grace or give another person that chance to offer grace. It's just not the same thing when we think we deserve it. Yeah. Um, when we think we've earned it or just inherently we should get it. Because um, if you think about it, like the, if you want to talk about the Spider-Man villains, I mean, they, well, they obviously clearly, you know, there's no way they deserve it. Yeah. Uh, they're bad guys, right? But but then they get it. And, and so, like, you watch Tom Holland, you know, piece that together. Like, hey, we can... We can do something here. We can fix this. We can help you. Yeah. Um, that's a total change of, of destiny. And I think that's what we have the power to do as Christians yes. in people's lives. With great power <laughs> comes a great responsibility. Oh, my gosh. To yes. do good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's so creative, man. You Thank came out you. of nowhere. Thank that. you. That's really good. Really good. But, yeah, I do think that's, you know, we have that opportunity to – to bring that into people's lives. And maybe that is the place where where that Spider-Man, uh, where that particular Peter Parker understands that quote, Yeah, you know, the best. Yeah, I know. I think that's why. I don't know. Because before it was like, oh, you've got these spider powers, so you should you uh, protect the neighborhood. The yeah, save the world, you know. But yeah. he looked at, you know, I have the ability in this situation because these people have, like, shown up because of, Doctor Strange's spell or whatever. I have the ability here. Yeah, why the op- they, they put the fault on him so much when Peter Parker asked for this spell? Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. They're both... Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. I want to talk about the spell. <laughs> I shouldn't have even said the word. But I guess my point is, like, like Peter sees it as, wow, this is an opportunity not just to get these guys out of here and save the world again. This is an opportunity to change their destiny. Yeah, yeah. This is an opportunity to really invest in somebody. Save I, lives. There's a ripple effect. The ripple effect. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What By that act, what good does that cause way down the line? And so that's where you start looking at the bigger picture of what we can do as Christians. Yeah. Like when we offer grace to people, what that does generationally even, like like how that changes people's lives and how then they change people's lives and just how the power of God moves through people mm-hmm. in an amazing way. An amazing way. Amazing. <laughs> but it's, it's all over the place. Spider-Man. Oh, it's so connected. the Bible. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we have the opportunity to do. And, and so you would almost say with, with the power, if you want to change the quote around and be ultra cheesy, yeah, you know, with with the power of of God's grace, you know, we we do have we, we it, there there comes great responsibility in yeah. sense, you know, because we can do so much in the lives of other people. The power of God in us and through us to impact the people around us, yeah, uh, which which is incredible. And that's what that's I mean, obviously that's that's our great commission i mean we are to go and make disciples and and the way disciples are made is because they watch the person that's discipling them mm-hmm. and and they see the grace yeah, that they like, offer especially like forgiveness it's like 
I feel like it's easier now, maybe because I'm older, to, like, forgive people because my mindset is, like, I would want that. Like, if yeah. I were in that situation, I would really want someone to show me grace and understanding and just know that I was coming from some other place. Yeah. Well, and I think the better thing is to is to think about it like this, that someone has... Like, when you get old, you realize how many people have shown you grace along the yeah, way. Yeah, and then you see you that, know? and you're like, oh, gosh, I was... Uh... Right, right. So so why would I not yeah. offer that to others? And I think that's where wisdom, you know, really kicks in. I think sometimes we, we just equate wisdom with just being smart or whatever, and you get... The longer you live, the more you can figure things out because you've seen stuff, but... Maybe one of the things we overlook is the amount of grace mm-hmm. that you've been given over all those years enables you to have the heart uh, to give and offer grace to others uh, yeah. in bigger ways uh, than than maybe you even experienced. You mm-hmm. know, and so again, the the ripple effect, and and I just think too, like with like a parent and a child, when you when you show them grace. It, like on a continual basis like that that's one of those things that that they can't ignore you know and, and sometimes it takes 22 23 24 25 years for them to really learn to live into that mm-hmm. uh, I just you know there's there's a growing up that has to happen to them and a realization but but then if you continually continually putting that into play in the lives of your children or my gosh, you know, your your siblings, your roommates, your people at work. Yeah. I mean, over a period of time, then if, if someone is just saturated in grace, it's it's going to take effect. Mm-hmm. I mean, God works in those situations. And I will say when I was younger, as like you saying, like you expect forgiveness or you demand, like I never could wrap my head around the fact that God would forgive you. Like, mm-hmm. And I would, I would just be like, oh, wouldn't people just go and just do all these bad things all the time because they knew they were going to be forgiven, you know? Mm, yeah. I couldn't really wrap my head around it. Yeah, well, and that whole mindset comes from, a, it's like Paul, he says that everything is, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. And, you know, if we just look at the forgiveness of God as a, as a, a free pass, yeah. you know, a hall pass on life, you know, to do whatever you want to do, then we miss the point of what grace is really supposed to be about. It's about br- bringing a person to to wholeness, yeah. you know, to letting him understand the full circle of God's love and that that, that grace revolves, right? Like it, it goes to you and, and revolves and goes back out to somebody else. Like it's, it's something that's ever-growing and ever-increasing in these much larger circles as you continue to live your life or live a life you know of grace and but when we that's again that's that's drawing it into like this selfish box like like grace is something that we deserve and then we decide if we're going to dish it out to somebody else or you know and and we say well look you know you're supposed to forgive me for this god because you're god and and you continually take advantage of that and it just kind of it sours after a while, and and I think what it's not that like for God, it's not that He's ever going to give up on us. But I think you know ultimately we just lose interest in who He is mm-hmm. because uh, we're so absorbed in, in in what we want. Like the prodigal son, 
you know, and he goes and demands of his father, give me my share of the inheritance, yeah. you know. I mean, his inheritance, that's grace. I mean, the father is giving that to the son, not because the son earned it. It's because he is, he is, it's his, it's his birth thing, yeah. you know, it's because it's connected to his family. I mean, yeah. that's why God gives it to him is because this is my son and I love him unconditionally. So, so the father in that story gives the son his inheritance and then the son takes it out and uses it like an idiot and you know he finds a car he goes and buys him a big f-250 <laughs> jacked up you know and goes whatever i mean i don't know you know goes to disney world and sees the star wars you know or goes to see spider-man 14 times i don't know what he does with it but but we go but but he goes and and then he ends up in the in the slop and and realizes that the only way back is is an attitude of, of humility and grace and he he's he he sees what he's missed out on at that yeah. point because he and I think that's the other thing that we didn't talk about this, but the other thing about that movie with the villains is that, or maybe we did say this earlier, but that, that nobody's like too far gone, you know, that there's always, mm-hmm. you know, that way back, and, yeah, and you really because, want to believe yeah, because that of the Green Goblin like situation too, because I feel like I mean everyone else was it so Doc Ock was okay, but then everyone else got loose. And they all had their own, like, intentions. I never thought, like, the sand guy wanted to, like, control humanity. I know. I, I that think was, he was just, like, deal. upset because he was made out of sand now. <laughs> and he wanted to be a real person. He wanted to be with his kid, yeah. I think, right? Wasn't that the yeah. big thing? Yeah. And, like, but, but then, like, for the Green Goblin to cross this person that was trying to help him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then for him to have to, like fight within himself to like offer grace yeah he, and he's forgiveness a, he sort of missed the point uh, a little bit there uh until the very very until end the very, until his two buddies the other spider-mans uh. were like listen kid that was a really cool i mean i guess it was really cool yeah they had this like well wisdom like yeah because they had already been through all of those things that he was currently going through and so they yeah. were able to say I made the mistake and killed this guy <laughs> that crossed me, and so I don't think you should do that. In a different universe, I've done this. Yeah. So if well, we go to another universe, we could start over completely. <laughs> oh man, and that's you know, in God, God wants to redeem this one. You know, yeah. this universe we're in, and so we're a huge part of that process, and and. His grace. I mean, that that's how that stuff happens. And I think sometimes we think the world is too jacked up. It's there's too much wrong with it. There's there's so much stacked against us. But we forget what what grace can really do. We mm-hmm. forget the walls that it can knock down and and the power of forgiveness. I just think it's 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 so underrated. I think overall yeah. in in what what it can accomplish. And some of that's just because our pride stands in the way. We don't want to forgive, or we don't want to let go of something. You know, you know and then and then our we put limits on God's grace too, because we we want to forgive some. You know, we'll forgive some people, but we won't forgive. We're not going to forgive this one. You know, because yeah. this one was just too bad. And and I think that's where we we screw it up. And and again, you know, great great power. You know, the the power of grace has great responsibility. I mean, you know, you. 
we can wield that. Like we can offer grace in every situation, but when we withhold it, I mean, we're we're withholding life from people. We're 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 not enabling them and to I move forward. I don't think you're not just like hurting them, but you're hurting yourself too. Oh yeah, by because, holding on to it. Yeah, because you carry it around in a bag and and it weighs you down. Yeah, it's yeah. heavy. You never you never really fully let go of it. Um, yeah, so and and man, there's like probably 18 million stories, you know, whether it's a movie or a book or a TV show that that have that idea of of redemption at as a major part of the story um, almost anywhere you look. And the funny thing about that is I would say that the reason that the redemption thread shows up so much is because we really all crave it and we need it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not coincidence. I mean, it's not just a feel-good story. It's not just something that writes well or whatever. It's the true need of all humanity yeah. to be redeemed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the state of our world. Our world is in desperate need of redemption, and that's why everybody connects to that idea so well because we all we all crave it. We all have to have it. That's how we... That's how we get. That's how we live. Truly, um, the prodigal son. He, I mean, he made it all the way back to his father. But he craved that redemption. He needed to be made right. He didn't, and he believed he didn't even deserve it. Yeah. Which is the, you know, the interesting thing about that story is he was just like, just let me back on the property, give me a job, make me like one of your hired men. I don't even deserve to be called your son. Mm-hmm. And then the dad's like, "No, you're back. You're found. I mean, you're complete. I'm, I'm totally redeeming you in mm-hmm. this moment. Um, that's what we all. That's what we're all searching for. That's what. That's what the whole of humanity needs. And that's why that story pops up so much. I feel like, whether it's Spider Man or yeah, or what else." Um, the book of Boba Fett is in bad need of redemption. Too. That's that. it, it might be the one thing on the planet that's unredeemable. I just keep seeing all this Baby Yoda stuff, and I just remember, like, how cool when the Mandalorian came out. Like, it was just so. It was a good, good show, and now yeah, that was I'm that, out of it. <laughs> that that was the funny thing too. That in this one article I read, they're like, yeah, no one's talking about the book of Boba Fett. No. Um, on uh, social media, it's not trending. Well, even at all. the Bad Batch. Did you watch that? I don't watch cartoons. Oh, is it a cartoon? <laughs> yeah, it's. Cartoon. Well, the, I've only seen like the movie poster, and it didn't look like a cartoon. So. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Okay, well then, never mind. I mean, I might watch cartoons. I'm not saying I don't watch cartoons. Okay. <laughs> That'd probably be a lie. But uh, it's got to be live from. It's got to be real people, or I don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> also, if we if we close out on. On second chances. Um, Thanks for giving us a second chance. <laughs> Speaking of second chances, if you're listening to this podcast, you've given us a hello. Year. Thank you. Is there a is there a second chance like uh, leave it better than you find it kind of thing that that comes to mind for you? Oh, like a phase or something. I mean, I feel like our leave it better than you find it is. <laughs> no, I mean like an experience in your life. Oh, where I was given a second chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess besides like, I feel like I was re, I, I was rebaptized like yeah, 
And so that felt like a second chance to me. Because the first baptism, it wasn't good enough. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it did just feel like my mindset, like, I don't know. I felt like I learned from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I do everywhere now, I always plug The Chosen. So if you haven't watched The Chosen yet, um, look. If you were going to impress me on that, too, because I still haven't watched it. (laughs) And I was like, if he calls me out on this podcast. Uh, you're, you're doing you this to yourself. You know how long I tried to get you to watch Black Widow and WandaVision? <laughs> um, okay, whatever. <laughs> you're changing the subject. <laughs> I wasn't even going to call you out. What I was going to say about The Chosen was the very first episode, um, Jesus heals, uh, restores uh, Mary Magdalene. And obviously she has this massive second chance uh, with her life. But but later, she in I guess it's in season two, she, she kind of stumbles backward into her her part of her old lifestyle and the couple of the disciples go out to look for her and they find her eventually and they convince her to come back and when she has her moment with with jesus there's a couple other people there and she kind of just comes before him and she says i'm sorry that i went away or whatever you know but jesus has one pretty good line in there where he says you know well um you know because she said something about you know you 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 delivered me from before, you know, and but now I went back, and he just goes, well, that wasn't much of a redemption, was it? You know, like he, it's pretty like like taking a dig at himself almost. You know, it's really kind of yeah. funny, and he's just trying to help her understand that that his grace is sufficient yeah. for her, and and I think that's what we need to remember in all of this is not only is the grace of God sufficient for us and all our mistakes. And all our bullcrap, which we need to know, um, which we do forget, I think, from time to time. Um, we think we're too messed up and too, 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 too dirty or whatever. But then we also need to remember and live into the fact that God's grace is sufficient for all those other people out there, mm-hmm. especially the ones who have done wrong to us. Yeah. That that's how deep and long and high and wide and all that is the love. Of Jesus Christ and so man if anything I would say that we we've got to remember that uh, as we go forward and and that's how you 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 keep walking down the trail and, and you leave things better than you find it you leave people better than you find them and that's what Jesus constantly did like Mary Magdalene's story he he left her better than he found her right mm-hmm. I mean he, he redeemed her he restored her and and that's what Jesus does throughout, and and that's what that's what grace can do. It, yeah. it leaves it leaves us way better than when we were found, and 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 if we can kind of live into that motto, or not motto, but in that mindset of grace, mm-hmm. um, I think that's that would be us really catching uh, who who God's called us to be, and. We got to remember that. That's good. Leave people better than better you than know. you find them. Yeah. Cool. So anyway. So we'll see you next May. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh-huh. we're gonna try to do this once a month. Yeah. Maybe we'll sprinkle in some extra, like here and there, but we're dedicated to once a month for sure. Committed. Yeah. Committed to once a month. 
and we'll see how it goes from there. So stay and on. Forgive us if we skip a month. If what if we skip a month? <laughs> if it turns into two or three, sorry. Give us give us some grace. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. You remember our sign off? Happy trails. Happy trails. That's it. Thank you.